Shalom. Welcome to Pathfinder's Messianic Bible Study. Once again, I'm your host and teacher, Brother Scott Norris, here with you at Pathfinders. And just want to go through a brief teaching on in all thy getting, getting understanding. In all thy getting, getting understanding. I'm going to read a verse here, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 7. It says, the wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, acquire wisdom, and with all that you have gotten, get understanding. With all you're getting, get an understanding. Now, the word understand in Hebrew is a very interesting word because it means more than one thing. The word understand is the word Shema, and Shema is a three-letter Hebrew word. The first two letters, the Sheen and the Mim, form the word Shem, Shem, which means the name or name, okay? And then the last letter is an Ayin. Ayin is a symbol or a picture of an eye, or it represents an eye, like an eyeball. So basically the word picture for Shema is to see the name. To see the name is to understand. Because a name in Hebrew reveals the very essence, character, and nature of a thing. Even the Lord himself, oftentimes in Hebrew theology, is referred to as Hashem, or the name. Also, the word for obey in Hebrew is Shema as well. And so a lot of times, that word Shema is translated in English as hear. For instance, Deuteronomy 6 and 4 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one. All right? So what he's saying, Hear, O Israel, he's saying, Hear, understand, see the name, see the, the, the Messiah, understand and obey what you're hearing, O Israel. That's really what he's saying. That's what he's teaching. Because we, we can follow that up in Deuteronomy 6 and 3, which states, Hear, or Shema, therefore, O Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with thee, that, that you may increase mightily in the land. Okay? And so, what was he telling them to do? Observe his commandments, if you read Deuteronomy 6 and 1. So, basically, um, the Lord is interested in his people acquiring or getting an understanding. When he says in all thy getting, get an understanding, that word get in Hebrew is the word or getting is quinoa. Uh, and so, which really means in a sense like gaining substance, riches, or money. So the way that you would go about acquiring wealth or substance or riches or resources is what we need to be in pursuit of as far as in the kingdom and getting an understanding. You know, and we grab a hold of that by knowing and seeing and recognizing the name, the very essence and uh, the essence of a matter and acquiring the knowledge of God as if it's silver or gold. You know, we should be treasure hunters for his kingdom, seeking out wisdom. Now, let me give this illustration to you. Let's say, for instance, you're in a room with me and you're thirsty and there's a glass, I set a glass of water on the table, 
I say, hey, brother, don't or sister, don't don't drink that glass of, uh, of water there, even though you're thirsty. Then I walk out of the room. Chances are you're going to be very tempted to drink that glass of water and you probably will drink it anyway. Now, let's say instead of me just telling you there's a glass of water here and setting it in front of you, what if I said the glass that that water is in is used to clean out sewage? Now you can better see and understand the nature of the water and the glass and more than likely you will obey the instruction or obey what you have just heard from me not to drink from that glass of water. Why? Because you now have understanding. So understanding is very vital in our relationship with the Most High. Okay? In Job 42 and verse 5, Job argued with God. and He said, I, I heard of you by the hearing of the ear, ear, but now my eyes see you. Therefore, I repent. When God saw God or the Most High, when he saw the name Hashem, he understood who the Holy One was and who he was. And therefore, when Job got that understanding, he repented, he changed. Amen. So change or transformation of our mind being renewed into the very likeness and image of the son of Elohim, the son of God is contingent upon our level of understanding. Faith is used only twice in the first covenant. Um, what we a lot of times refer to as the old Testament, but Shema is used 1,154 times. Remember the word Shema both means to understand as well as to obey. So when you obey what you understand, you you understand what you obey. Amen. Romans 10 and 17. So then faith comes by hearing and, the, and hearing by the word of God. So faith, our faithfulness and who God is comes by hearing about his faithfulness. And we begin to trust and, and devote ourselves to his faithfulness by hearing the word of Adonai. Psalms 32 and, and verse 9 says, Be not as the horse or mule who have no understanding. Don't just be like some animal out here who has no true understanding, no true relationship with God. They just do what the Creator has instructed them to do by virtue of creation, but they have no understanding. We have to be above the level of animals when it comes to a relationship with the Holy One. Psalms 47 and verse 7 says that God is the king of all the earth. Sing praises with understanding. Okay, so, you know, a lot of times we like to go into to, to the house of, of, of the Lord and sing songs and shout and dance and sing good music. And so the Lord is saying, look, I don't want you to just to think of these as good songs. Sing with the understanding. See my name. See what I is that I am revealing to you. In these songs, songs and, and praises unto him ought to serve as teaching us wisdom into the very nature and character of Christ, into the will of, of the kingdom. The Bible says what? Teaching one another in psalms and, and spiritual hymns. 
I believe over in Colossians, it teaches that also over in the book of Ephesians as well. Okay, so let's go over to Deuteronomy chapter 6. And I just hope this little snippet I'm going to give you blesses you. Deuteronomy chapter 6, as I turn there, verses um, 1, okay, it says, Now these are the commandments, the statutes, the judgments, which the Lord, or Yahweh your God, commanded to teach you. So you would do them in the land where you go to possess it. So you would revere the Lord your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, you, your son, and your son's son, all the days of your life, so that your days may be prolonged. Therefore, hear Shema. Basically, when he says hear there, he's saying Shema, O Israel, and observe to do it, so it may be well with you. And so you may increase mightily as the Lord God of your fathers has promised you in the land that flows with milk and honey. So like I said, faith comes by hearing, hearing by the word of God. Hearing is to Shema. Shema means to understand as well as obey. So it's not, you know, the scripture teaches us over in the book of James, be not hearers of the word only, but be ye doers of the word. Okay, we got to begin to do what we hear. Amen. And so Deuteronomy 6 and 4 brings us to a portion known in Hebrew tradition as the Shema. It's literally become like a prayer or a daily faith confession. And I'll read the first part of it, Deuteronomy 6 and 4, which says what? Shema or hear, O Israel which means like to listen, obey, understand. Hear, hear, listen, obey, Shema, O Israel. The Lord, or Yahweh, is our Elohim, is our God. Yahweh is one. Okay? Um, that's, we are not simply to be hearers of the word, but doers of the word. James chapter 1 in verse 22, Matthew 13 and 19 says, When anyone heareth the word of the kingdom and understandeth it not, then cometh the wicked one and catcheth away that which was sown in his heart. This is he which sowed seed, received seed by the wayside. So in other words, due to a lack of understanding, or is someone not listening with the intent to obey the word? Once the word comes, the enemy can easily snatch that word out of you. So when the word comes forth, there is spiritual warfare. The enemy wants to prevent you from going from being a hearer of, a, of the word to a doer of the word. Why? He does not want you to see the name and to truly repent and be transformed. And see, because he had transformed individual, sanctified to the Holy One, to Yeshua, being groomed into his image and likeness, becomes a severe threat to Satan's domain of darkness. Why? Because now the understanding brings forth light, and you begin to walk in the light. And as you begin to walk in the light, those in darkness can begin to see that light and be set free. Matthew 13 and 23. 
but he that received into the good ground is he that heareth the word and understandeth it, which also bear fruit and bringeth forth some hundred, some sixty, and some thirtyfold. So when you do hear the word and shema it with understanding and obedience, you begin to bear forth much fruit for the kingdom. It means that your sphere of influence can grow. Because what is what is fruit bear within it? Seed. And so when you produce fruit, fruit is sweet. It's, it's, you know, you, you can juice it up. People like fruit. It's refreshing. They want to eat from it. And when, you, when they eat from it, you also have that seed that you can go about sowing. We are to become what? Uh, fruit for the nations and become healings to the nations. I believe Ezekiel and also the book of Revelations talks about it. All right. So Paul's prayer, Ephesians 4, 16 through 18. So the Lord wants us to be a people of understanding why so that we might bear forth much fruit. He wants us to bear abundant fruit. You know, he gives us the word so that we might be fruitful in it, so that we produce what? The fruit of the Spirit. He, he wants us to grow and produce. All right, so, and a seed only can reproduce the fruit. Like, you can't get an orange tree from seeds that are grapes. Or you can't get an orange from a tomato seed. So if he's sowing the seed of the kingdom, the uncorruptible seed of his word, he wants us to become just like his son, Yeshua. Okay, let's go over to Ephesians chapter 4, and I'll read, um, well, yeah, Ephesians chapter 1 and verse 18. I think I got it here marked. I sure do. I'll read Ephesians 1. Actually, we can start at Ephesians 1 and verse 16. Oh, verse 15. And I, because of this, since I heard of your faith in the Lord Yeshua and your love for all the saints, I have not ceased giving thanks concerning you, making mention of you in my prayers, in order that the God of our Lord Yeshua Messiah, the Father of glory, which have given you a spirit of wisdom and revelation for your knowledge of him, that the eyes of your heart have been enlightened for you to have known what is the hope of his inheritance, the riches of his glory, of his inheritance in the saints. I think we'll read it from another translation here, Ephesians 1, because that word understanding shows up again. Now listen to this prayer. Verse in verse 16, cease not, I, he says, verse 15, we'll start here. Wherefore, I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Yeshua and love unto all the saints, verse 16, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers. Verse 17, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, or Yeshua, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. Verse 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened. What Shema is to see the name. So that the, he says what, that the eyes, 
Come on, we see it in the word Shema. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints. The hope means the expectation of the calling that he has upon your life to be his witnesses in the earth, that you would have understanding of that. Paul said, this is something I must pray for you to see. It's something that only the Lord himself can supernaturally open your eyes to understand. Okay, let's also look at Ephesians chapter 4, verses 16 through 18. Ephesians 4, verse 16 and 18. Okay, and I'll read it for... Is that Ephesians 4, 16 and 18? Okay. Uh, I think that's Ephesians 5. Okay, yes. Ephesians chapter 5, verse 16 and 18. He says, Therefore look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming your time because the days are evil. Because of this, do not be foolish, but you must understand what the will of the Lord is. Amen. Therefore, look carefully how you walk, not as unwise, but as wise, redeeming your time because the days are evil. Because of this, do not be foolish, but you must understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not get drunk on wine, which is debauchery, but you must continuously be filled with the Spirit, speaking to one another in psalms and singing praises. I read a, a, a psalm about that, that you would sing with understanding and spiritual songs, singing praises and playing string instruments from your hearts to the Lord, giving thanks to our God and Father always for all the things in the name of our Lord, Yeshua, Messiah. So we see a lot of things there connected with Shema. We hear the name mentioned the Yeshua Messiah. We understand about understanding what the will of the Lord is and how careful we must be to walk, which deals with hearing, obeying, and understanding the word of the Lord. And, and, and so um, understanding the time that we live in, the days, the times, the seasons are evil, and that how we must what? Sing praises. You know what I'm saying? That one way to keep ourselves focused and to keep our minds stayed on him, you know, to keep our minds decluttered and delivered and set free is to sing praises unto his name, to sing also with understanding. All right. And I want to close out on 1 Corinthians 14 and 20. Uh, Paul said this really in regards to understanding it gives of the Ruach Kodesh or the Holy Spirit, you know, and I think that's a topic, the Spirit of God, the Ruach. We have very little understanding of him oftentimes, even in our spirit-filled churches. We have regulated the Ruach Kodesh, the Holy Ghost, is simply shouting or just speaking in tones with little to no understanding of what it's all about. 
you know, and how to move and operate in the spirit of God and how he also moves and operates. But anyway, he says, brethren, be not children in understanding how be it in malice be ye children, but in understanding be men. In other words, we have to grow and understand the things of the kingdom. We have to mature like men. We can't no longer remain as children in the things concerning the kingdom. We have to become as mature men and women who can understand, who can shema, who obey, hear, obey, and understand, who are able to see the name and wholeheartedly follow Yeshua in these end times, understanding what the will of the Lord is, redeeming the time. Amen. So that we might be like the sons of Issachar. The Bible says what? They knew the times and what and seasons what Israel ought to do. And so we ought to be a people not confused about the seasons, the times. That's why festivals and feast days are important. Literally the feast of Yahweh, the feast of the Lord. The word feast in Hebrew means Moed or Moedim, appointed times and seasons. We got to know these times and seasons, understanding what the will of the Lord is, so that we may shema his word and be effective in proclaiming his gospel in these last days. Well, thank you once again. I pray that this, uh, you know, message has been eye-opening to you, enlightening. I pray that it's uh, edifying to you as well. Until we meet again, shalom. Shalom.